The following is Nature of Business with Chrissy Coughlin in association with GreenBiz.com. Welcome back. This is Nature of Business, and I'm your host, Chrissy Coughlin. And we have on the line with us Linnell Cameron. She is the Sustainability Director at Autodesk. Hi, Linnell. How are you? Hi, Chrissy. Great. Thank you. Well, it is wonderful to have you on the show, and I'm excited to have our listeners learn a lot more about Autodesk. It's one of those companies that people have heard of. It's a little under the radar screen, but you guys are pretty much everywhere. Talk to us about about uh, the company, and, and, and then we'll move on to your role specifically. Yeah. So Autodesk is a company that makes design software that is used to build pretty much everything on the planet. So architects, engineers, industrial designers all use Autodesk software, and there's uh, over 100 different flavors, to quite literally design the buildings, the highways, the dishwashers, everything that you see on the planet could have been designed using some piece of Autodesk software. Mm Mm-hmm. That's neat. So basically, the idea is that you, you they can build it before they actually build it. So you m- build it through a model system, a 3D model system. Exactly, yes. So we, we are trying to enable um, these customers to experience their design in the computer before actually building anything physical. And so you're right. We, we um, have a whole series of 3D design tools, which enables people's to design a digital model uh, that then they can test and optimize in the computer, again, to to design the best um, results on the planet. It's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it sounds fun. <laughs> um, now, tell us tell us about your, your role there. I know that you're a busy woman. You've got a lot going on. Um, you're, are, you, are you the first person that they brought on as a sustainability director there? Yes, okay. I am. Um, I did. I did join as the first sustainability director, um, and where you know I came from, I had been working on environmental issues in the nonprofit sector for over a decade, and began to realize that many of the environmental issues that um, we were trying to tackle, resource issues, were uh, actually failures of design, and began to realize that there is an incredible opportunity to redesign what it is we're putting on the planet uh, so that we don't have the same problems um, downstream or upstream that Mm -hmm. we are currently facing. And so I spent about seven years at a hardware uh, company, Hewlett-Packard, looking at how do we redesign computers and printers and technology. And through that process, realized that It's hard Mm -hmm. actually figuring out how to design a better printer or a computer and balancing trade-offs between energy efficiency with materials, with end-of-life considerations at the end of the product's life were actually really challenging. Mm -hmm. And that's what led me to the company that I'm at now with Autodesk, which is trying to provide better software to enable all these different industries to understand the impact of the thing that they're designing. Because previously, it's been really challenging to understand uh, the full impact of a dishwasher or you name it, anything that you're building. And so what we're trying to do is make those impacts visible early in the design process so that we can optimize. So it's, it's, a, pretty, it's a pretty fun uh, vantage point with which to uh, address the, the massive environmental challenges that we're all facing. Right, and it's so interesting that it's it's um, fun because you're not you don't have a product out there that's in, it's that's polluting. You're essentially creating a product product that's actually making companies 
work better and more efficiently, which is just can only kind of go up in terms of its uh, trajectory, in terms of its um, effect on 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 energy efficiency, whatever, what have you, building, green building codes, everything. So um, tell us, so tell us some, some, some from projects that you're working on right now. At the heart of what we're trying to do is, is really build the ecological intelligence into the, into the software, the tools that we offer. And so, you know, from there we can, we can launch into the other, the other efforts that are underway, but this is really absolutely core. Uh, making it easy for our customers to balance trade-offs, again, between energy, materials, water. And so we have some exciting new uh, functionality and tools on the market today, one in our manufacturing um, sector called the Eco Materials Advisor, and this is part of our inventor platform, um, which is our digital prototyping software, and basically it enables uh, designers and engineers to understand the impact of a particular material choice. So very specific to materials, but you can understand the embedded energy, water, carbon, and cost implications of different materials. Hmm. And if you move over into the architecture space, um, energy is particularly important from a building context. And so we are uh, have launched in, in the last year or so some new functionality, conceptual energy analysis tools, which enables you to understand the energy footprint of a building, again, very early in the design process so that you can make changes. And the really exciting part of, of all of these different tools is we now have something called the Sustainability Workshop, which is just autodesk.com slash sustainability workshop. And there's actually little tutorials, five-minute tutorials on uh, materials issues, on net zero energy building, on how to think about life cycle impacts and water. And so what we're trying to do is not only put the best tools on the market, but actually educate a really wide um, segment of the population, starting with students but expanding from there, to really understand how, how to use these tools to make better decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's interesting, I think, about Autodesk in, in terms of your audience, because um, it really did start off with professionals in the field, and that's branched out, is that right, into to sort of the, the students and people you're putting in the, going to be putting in the marketplace imminently? Yeah, that's right. I mean, we have, you know, 10 million users that are the traditional architects, engineers, designers, and what you're seeing today is a real emergence of what I think of as the creative sector, you mm-hmm. know, the, the makers and the people that are using a lot of our handheld um, mobile applications, um, like even my kids using <laughs> some of Tinkerbox and SketchUp. And and so um, there's this growing uh, group of people that are uh, thinking about the creative profession and using technology differently. Mm-hmm. Now I have to throw out that that your technology has been used in Avatar. Is this is correct? Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's... Um, our our meeting entertainment uh, technology is something that sometimes people don't associate with Autodesk. No. But absolutely, our technology is used in uh, many many of the films that are winning animation awards, as well as games. And gaming is a really big industry for us. And what we're trying to do now is and we're bringing those technologies that are used in uh, creating games and, and animation and films into 
our other product lines so that you can actually um, visualize uh, an experience walking through a particular building and um, or a city. And so we're, we're leveraging the strengths across the portfolio in, in really powerful new ways so that, um, you know, daylighting is a classic example. So you can actually understand what a room will look like at the darkest day of the year and the lightest day of the year yeah, cool. and make changes based on that. So, yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you have you ha- actually you have a program, don't you, with cities that 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 you or you've worked on a on a project? I read something about um, a city's yeah. project. Can you yeah. talk about that? You know, we, sure. We we put a lot of emphasis on partnering with uh, leaders and innovators who are really working on game-changing efforts, uh, whether it's cities or it's carbon accounting, like our partnership with SAP. Uh, a grant of design. So let me let me talk about a few of those. But yes, we we have a partnership um, with CDP Cities um, to look at carbon accounting at a city scale, right? So we have uh, mapping technologies ourselves, and uh, CDP is interested in uh, figuring out uh, how to track carbon at a city scale instead of. Um, at a company scale or in addition to. And so we're working really closely with them um, to leverage the technology and provide a technology platform that enables them to do uh, just that. And so similarly, um, another partnership that I'm particularly excited about is one with Granted Designs. And this is a, a company out of the UK that has the world's largest materials database. And so, you know, here we have these uh, material experts and they understand the sustainability property of many, many materials. And so uh, we have partnered with them to bring the Eco Materials Advisor to market um, because they have the materials expertise and we have the millions of users. And so trying to enable our customers to have access to the best material database. That is really it's cool. It's actually not unlike the biomimicry partnership as well, where the Biomimicry Institute, uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with biomimicry. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I am, but I'd love for you to talk a little bit about it with our audience because it's a really neat concept. Yeah, biomimicry is basically about leveraging nature's best ideas to solve human problems, right? So it's really looking to nature as a source of design inspiration. And so um, the Biomimicry Institute has this new design paradigm and has a whole community of biologists. And Autodesk is a company that uh, serves millions of designers, architects, and engineers. So there was, again, an obvious partnership opportunity to join forces and create Ask Nature, which is asknature.com, is an is a online portal that... Uh, harnesses uh, the intelligence from the biological community and serves it up to the design community uh, so that they can easily access um, ideas from nature to improve the design process. So yeah. whether it's you know a designer looking for uh, a kind of adhesive um, and looking to the pads on the gecko feet, which adhere to the wall, and what can you learn from that um, you know, design, if you will, from nature and apply it back to the design world. So partnerships kind of circling back are, are very key for us because we want to accelerate and leverage our strength, which is the many millions of customers, to help them take their ideas 
to market and to scale, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So the um, yeah. let's talk about let's talk about uh, Autodesk's own uh, environmental footprint. What 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 is Autodesk doing to address that? Yeah. So we have a relatively small uh, carbon footprint. Um, being a software company, you know, yeah. we don't have any heavy manufacturing like many of the companies. <laughs> but we saw it as a real opportunity to implement some best practices ourselves because these are the challenges that our customers are facing. And we want to uh, learn ourselves so that others with a much bigger footprint can actually learn and adopt uh, some of the strategies that we've come up with. And so we've really put a fairly big uh, emphasis on this over the last several years. You can probably see through the evolution of our sustainability reporting where we've come from. Mm-hmm. But we, um, we, in our most recent report, uh, which just launched about a month ago, um, and it's just autodesk.com slash sustainability report, um, you can see that we certainly are reducing our footprint very significantly, but most importantly, we're becoming more carbon efficient. And what I mean by that is we're reducing um, our CO2 equivalent per dollar revenue, per worker, per square footage, right? So we've become, we've reduced 14% per dollar of revenue. So as we, as our company grows, we're, we're using less carbon to do that. And I'll, I'll tell you how in mm-hmm. just a minute, um, reduced 5% per employee and 10% per square footage uh, as a company. And so w- the way we've looked at it is first identifying what are the biggest environmental impacts that we as a company have, again, being in the software business. And I think traditionally companies look uh, immediately to the facilities, um, but what we found looking at uh, scope one, two, and three emissions, so not just the ones uh, directly related to um, our company, but uh, travel was our biggest. Mm-hmm. Airplane travel, which of course, you know, as a global company with business all around the world, that's a key part of our business. Uh, and then our commute footprint, which is simply uh, employees getting to the office, uh, followed by facilities and then some very large uh, customer events and sales events that we have in places like Las Vegas. And so we have taken a, a hard look again several years ago at what are these biggest impacts so that we could know where best to invest our energy. Right. So, you know, you could you could spend your time getting rid of plastic water bottles or you could spend your time um, really rethinking technology solutions so that your employees don't have to travel as much either to the office or to um, get on airplanes going around the world. Mm -hmm. And so we've we've done a number of things to drive that footprint down. Uh, One of them is. The technology side. So we have now 22 telepresence rooms. I don't know if you're familiar with telepresence, but they're basically a they simulate an actual meeting. It's it's a video, but I think video is uh, <laughs> doesn't doesn't get at the real yeah. experience. I mean, it's, um, so that people can meet all around the world. So we have 22 of those, but we also have uh, 50 plus. Roundtable Solutions, which is another kind of video conference solution that just goes right in the middle of a regular conference room. Um, and then we have video technology on everybody's computer so that they can have face-to-face, one-on-one meetings uh, instead of speaking on the telephone as, as we're doing. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that has obvious implications for travel and um, commute, but 
it also drives down costs for the company, and it also increases uh, employee uh, satisfaction and well-being because they don't have to hop on planes quite as often. Right. Um, and so there's really a kind of a, a win-win behind a lot of these efforts. How, um, and certainly, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say about the employees, like I, absolutely when they don't have to travel as much and they can just stay home with their families and, and do the video conferencing. Um, and it, it's it's obviously very valuable. How are you finding the buy-in from, from employees in general? With regard to your efforts and with you know with sustainability, are you finding that they are there besides the fact they don't have to travel? There's sort of the day to day, and and are they behind Autodesk's efforts more or less? Yeah, as um, Carl Bass, our CEO, often says, sustainability is one of those issues that has uh, captivated our employee base more than any other issue that mm. he has seen. And we, you know, I feel I feel very fortunate in that. Um, you know, I think when I arrived at the company uh, several years ago, I was immediately um, I immediately noticed the number of Priuses in the parking lot <laughs> and sort of and I, you know it's we're headquartered in Marin, California, and uh, you know certainly Northern California is um, a slice of segment a, a population, but it was. Um, we have an employee base that is incredibly active and uh, excited about this. We we did a survey, uh, an annual survey with our employee base, and about 70% of our 7,000 employees, so um, you know, fairly good number, uh, knew about our sustainability efforts and felt that it was a um, important aspect or uh, in their employee satisfaction. Wow. So, um, and you know we have we have something called green teams, which are purely volunteer employee efforts that are popping up at different facilities, where there are employees that are organizing brown bag lunches and um, gardens and commute uh, commute programs and whatnot that are that's happening at a grassroots level, in addition to sort of the top down strategy that we're pushing forward. Wow, and those are just they're they're so, completely volunteer. There's just somebody at the company that's saying, let's do a brown bag lunch or let's carpool or let's do this or that. That's yep. I mean, they're actually green teams that's awesome. um, that organize themselves. But yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. I have heard you say that sustainable design is not separate from design innovation. I really like this, and I want to get your get your feeling on this. Would you elaborate a little more on that statement? Yeah. Um, I mean, what I often say is sustainable design is just good design. Mm-hmm. And um, I joke with my team saying that if, if we're really successful uh, as a team and as a company, um, there will be no sustainability word or green word. It'll just go away and we'll be just talking about green design, uh, mm-hmm. basically. And um, that's, certainly, that's certainly the vision. Um, but more specifically to innovation, um, you know, wh- what that's, that's really at the crux of our company in that we are providing the tools to help others innovate and really get ahead. And um, I'd like to just talk a little bit about our clean tech partner program, because that's really at the heart of innovation and uh, creating a better world. And so there's a program that we launched, um, boy, uh, almost two years ago uh, in this country, and we've now expanded it internationally. But basically, we realized that you know, the, the emergence of this whole clean tech sector, which 
didn't exist by name uh, even 10 years ago um, was uh, really solving some of the smartest entrepreneurs solving the most important pressing environmental issues of our time. And yet they were using uh, fairly uh, what I think of as light design tools and just the tip of the iceberg. And so we started partnering with them and we provide you know, up to $150,000 of software for a nominal $50 fee to clean tech uh, early stage companies. And the whole idea is to help them get to market faster. You know, we believe they should have the best tools on the market uh, in order to uh, iterate and optimize their design, but also to communicate the design through the 3D models to investors and customers. And so it's been a uh, very, very fun partnership because we also are learning from these entrepreneurs what their greatest design challenges are. And that can feed right back into our product development process so mm -hmm. that we can continually iterate on our product solutions while also helping them get to market uh, faster. And so we've uh, you know, had this program in North America for the last couple of years. Now we have it in Europe. We have expanded to Japan and we'll be expanding elsewhere in Asia soon. And again, hundreds of clean tech companies designing really, really important solutions in the marketplace is, is a pretty fun uh, program <laughs> driving innovation, if you will. Absolutely. And how, how do they actually find out about it? Do they, do they, is it just sort of word of mouth or if you're in that, in that clean tech world, you just know about this program? Well, we certainly are, um, you know, the clean tech industry is interesting in that there are a number of very physical events, people coming together. It's a new industry, uh, more so than some of the more mature industries, I think. So we have been spending a lot of time at these clean tech events around the world um, telling them about this. And um, basically the process is that they can then come to our website. There's a very short application process, uh, and then we follow up with them to um, see if they qualify for the program and then enroll them. Oh, and so okay. there's... Yeah, <laughs> that's terrific. I, uh, there's a lot, you know, I live in Boston and there's just so much going on uh, with clean tech in this neck of the woods. And uh, it's always good to hear that there's things in place that can help them get it to market faster because, they, you know, there's so many brilliant minds out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, just for, just for your listeners, I mean, it's autodesk.com slash clean tech. Okay. And all of the information is there, um, the products that are available, how to apply, et cetera. Okay. And, and we really, you know, some people say, but why, why are you, why are you basically giving it away? Um, and it, why does that make sense for a company like Autodesk? And you know, I think it's um, for some hard to understand, but you know, it's it's a it's a new market opportunity for us. But we truly believe that these companies are early stage, so they're not companies that would otherwise um, necessarily be able to afford um, sophisticated, uh, excellent software. Mm -hmm. But we really do want to help them get to market. It's it's a core part of um, kind of who we are, and certainly who our CEO Carl Bass is. You know, it was. Yep. Uh, well, that's not good a, to know. I'll definitely, job. I'll put that up on the, uh, I'll put that up on my site too, the, the clean tech program. So I've got one quick question yeah. for you and then we're going to wrap up. Um, tell me what, since your time at Autodesk, what's been one of your most uh, rewarding moments? 
or projects? Yeah, um, probably the most rewarding part of, of the role is, I would have to say, the people uh, and the, the team of people that I get to work with both within Autodesk but also among our customer base. And these are the people that are solving some of our biggest challenges. Mm-hmm. And there is so much energy and talent among this group of people. And, you know, it's up to us, you know, as a company and as a sustainability team to really harness that talent, that energy, and show the way and equip them with the tools and with the education through the sustainability workshop to make better design decisions. I, I really believe people want to do the right thing. They want to make good decisions, but we need to we need to show them how and mm-hmm. we need to give them the best design tools and then educate them. So that is certainly uh, a, an incredibly rewarding part of the job. Fabulous. Love it. Well, thank you, Linnell. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking your time uh, to speak with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay. Excellent. Well, talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. The proceeding has been Nature of Business with Chrissy Coughlin in association with GreenBiz.com.